Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Friday, October 18th, and observing the Feast of St. Luke. Also, LCMS Wellness Day. It is. This is kind of a new thing. It is a new thing. Being well is not new. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I like being well. It's not a new thing. Um, but LCMS Wellness Day, and joining us for that, our favorite wellness uh, go-to person, Deacon, is Heidi Gaiman. Thanks so much for joining us today, Heidi. Hey, thanks for having me. Always good. And I'm very excited for Wellness Day, our first Wellness Day, hopefully of more to come. So what are we focusing on this Wellness Day? You know, I think the fact that we are whole people is the most important part. And as we just heard um, in the series about St. Luke, you know, this is the feast day of St. Luke. And we celebrate uh, the words that... Uh, God brought to us through St. Luke in his gospel um, and in the book of Acts. And just that we are people who need um, so much from God and that he gives so much. And we have that accessible to us through, you know, many, many areas, uh, relational well-being, emotional well-being, physical well-being, intellectual well-being, financial well-being, vocational well-being, and of course, of course, spiritual and baptismal well-being that God doesn't just care about, you know, we show up at the baptism font, he marks us children of God, and then we go on our merry way. Instead, you know, he actively works in that every day in our lives in these different areas is a really powerful thing. And it's centered in the gospel. So you just answered the question that I was going to ask you about the parts of wellness that make up the whole person. But how do those uh, those different areas of wellness uh, work together uh, to make a person well um, in, a, in a whole kind of sense? Yeah, I think that just like... Um God in scripture talks about the heart, soul, mind, and strength. We have these areas that through research and through, you know, people much, much smarter than I <laughs> have determined that we, um, as people throughout time, but in our modern days, like we need to engage in, in order to identify, um, the effects of sin, you know, the reality is the effects of sin in our life and the world around us. Um, and, I think engaging in ways that uh, I'm, I'm like, like searching for the word that's <laughs> best to use, right? Um, engage in ways that um, bring restoration. That's that's really, I think, the language that we're looking at. You know, Christ's resurrection um, is again just like baptism, not just for once, for all time. Like He did it once, and then it works in our lives every day. And I think that's kind of wild for us to imagine how does Christ's resurrection work in our financial well-being for instance you know they seem so separated for us but the the context of this kind of wellness wholeness wheel if you will if you see the reporter insert or the worker wellness webpage lcms.org backslash wellness you can see the the way that they interact together and it reminds us that uh that restoration that baptism in the center and the spiritual well-being all around it what christ offers us works absolutely in each of those areas um for restoration instead of you know we're not hopeless people who you know are in debt and we're struggling and lost instead we might be in debt that might be our reality but like christ is working in our lives and bringing restoration to that through tools all around us local 
resources as well as, you know, God's word and what he's doing in that and our, our perspective as stewards on this planet. And then also, um, you know, our connection within the body of Christ and, and our needs being met there. You mentioned all those those various areas or aspects of the whole person and wellness. What happens when we start to find our identity primarily in one area of that, or we really focus on one area of that? Where is our true identity found? Yeah, absolutely. That's why baptism at the center, you know, God does call us child of God there. And that's absolutely the only place that we can find our identity and know who we are and work out from there. When I try to find my identity in relational well-being, for instance, I'm trying to find my identity in people. Um, and that's when I start to put on masks. I start to be who people want me to be. I start to feel extremely frustrated in my relationships because people will always disappoint me. Um, and even more frustrated than I would be, um, you know, when I firmly understand my identity in Christ. Um, and, but I want more from people always, 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 you know, and then the same thing is true for emotional well-being. We get lost in our emotions and then we're always seeking what makes us happy so that we feel a little bit better. Um, and I think that God wants more for us than a little bit better. And so he instead gives us Christ. He gives us our baptisms as uh, that very real place where we are like, you know, I'm loved by the God of the universe. And at the end of the day, if everything else seems to be falling apart, I have that, you know, I am well in Christ Jesus and the other things are important. And I'm going to look at those and I'm going to um, engage in, like we said, tools and that restoration that Christ is bringing. But, you know, there are going to be days where we look around us and everything looks really, really messy and yucky and, and we don't feel well. Um, so that identity piece is really important. You're absolutely right. So we're spending this this day um, with with the LCMS communications team and putting out all of these great uh, these great things on their on their social media and we're talking about it. Um, but why why is this a thing? Why are we even uh, talking? Taking so much time uh, to really talk about this subject? Yeah, our our workers um, have identified. We've done a lot of research um, and we've just identified that there's areas that we're not talking about. You know, there's um, a, a deep sense of even though we know our identity in Christ Jesus, that we as sinful human beings on this planet will always wrestle with trying to find our identity in our, you know, ministry quote unquote successes and things like that, that we have a sense of shame when we do need therapy or when we have a marriage struggle or when we uh, feel lonely and don't have friends in ministry. And so just talking about it is step one. You know, do we need more resources? Do we need to be able to help people find the resources we already have, um, like our EAP employee assistance programs or um, Grace Place wellness retreats and doxology and Shepherd's Canyon for when there's a crisis in families? Yes, we just want people to be able to find those things. And we found that um, that's one of the struggles is being able to find them. And so we're hoping that opening the conversation not only you know, end some of the shame of it and knowing that, you know, we are in this priesthood of all believers. We can remind each other that our baptism is where we get our identity and then we can work on those other things. Um, and then moving along to finding the resources um, and living that, you know, living in that restored life, that restoration. So what do we do when we fail to care for or steward ourselves? You know, we've been talking about mind and body and soul. What do we do when we fail to do that, uh, to steward our bodies or we, we steward our, our any aspect of that poorly? 
Yeah, I think this is an area we all need confession for. You know, I have Mm -hmm. failed to steward my well-being. Um, I have been embarrassed by my needs. Um, it's funny because, you know, almost, no, I would say every Sunday in our LCMS churches, we say like, I'm a sinner and I need help, God. Um, and it's time to do that to each other. It's time to say like, I'm a sinner and I need help and believe that we can connect with one another because Christ gives us that gift and he's going to help us find the help that we need. Um, and so I think that's a good start is uh, just confessing that we have kind of failed at stewarding. And, you know, the Lutheran reality, the Lutheran lens is, will we always fail to some degree? Will we still remain sinners? Will I not get what I need? Will I not ask for help? Yeah, absolutely. But we can also do better. You know, we live in this uh, life where God doesn't just like leave us in the pit. Instead, he continuously reaches down and brings us out of our places and spaces where we do need help and hope. Um, And so, yeah, I think that uh, confessing it and then just actually engaging in it together, you know, having the conversations, looking for the resources locally, you know, there's an email People can contact me um, in the uh, wellness at lcms.org. Uh, I think that's it. It might be worker wellness at lcms.org. I should know my email better, but <laughs> I think that uh, I'm happy to help people. You know, I, we have the information line too. People can call in. Um, if they're looking for something in particular, like let us help them sort through the resources that are out there. And, and I want to see that between workers too. You know, ask someone in your circuit, ask um, another teacher that you work with, like what have they used? That's being a steward of the resource and that's better than we were doing yesterday, you know, and that's stewardship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You mentioned a few of the resources. What what are some of the other resources uh, that, that people can listen to, look at, read, um, um, ways that we can uh, maybe take a step back and and uh, and realize the fact that we we probably need to take a look at our own wellness. Yeah, there's so many resources out there. You know, if you get on cph.org, there's a lot of resources uh, to engage in spiritual well-being. But you would be surprised. You know, so many about relational well-being that I've seen come out recently, especially. Um, there's podcasts. You know, all of the KFUO podcasts are such a great resource. Like, you don't have to listen live. Like, that. that's the days of old. Like, we can do that. <laughs> but it's really awesome that I can get on Apple or Stitcher or all these different places and be able to download something. And then um, we do have uh, the Worker Wellness website and that lists some different articles and things. And we're going to start rearranging that a little bit so people can identify things that they want to read to be educated, but then also things that they want to do. Like if they want to engage in a retreat, engage in, um, you know, some kind of workshop or an online uh, community and things like that. And so I think that there's a place for getting educated and getting information. Um, and we're pretty good at that in the LCMS. It's like we want the information, but then we also need to be able to, um, yeah, engage in that community and find resources where we're going to move towards something, whether that's, you know, taking a, uh, taking a financial well-being class or looking into resources that we have for student debt reduction um, or intellectual well-being, going to symposium or coming together at a workers' conference, those kind of things that we can do to build one another up. And I think eventually we'll remind each other to be in that place and space together. And that's our greatest resource is each other, turning to each other. LCMS.org slash wellness, great website to help you find such resources. Deaconess Heidi Gaiman, thanks so much for joining us on this Feast of St. Luke and LCMS Wellness Day. I'll see you next time.
Have a good weekend, everybody. Mm-hmm. Thanks for joining us for the Coffee Hour. I'm Eddie Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you, anytime, anywhere. The Bible is filled with inspiring stories of healing. The Hebrew Bible recounts Elisha instructing Naaman to be healed by dipping seven times in the Jordan. Several psalms are cries for healing. Prophecies of Isaiah speak of the future healing of God's people. The New Testament describes great crowds coming to Jesus of Nazareth, bringing the lame, the blind, the crippled, the mute, and many others, and laid them at his feet, and he healed them. The early Christian church established St. Basil's Hospital in Cappadocia, in today's Turkey, and a hospice in Rome where St. Fabiola cared for pilgrims. Monks operated hospitals across Europe and the Middle East. The first modern Jewish hospital, later named Mount Sinai, opened in New York City in 1852. Engage with the Bible in its continuing influence. Brought to you by Museum of the Bible in Washington, D.C. You're a miracle. You know that, right? A living, breathing, one-of-a-kind miracle. You were created to stand apart, to share your gifts in the service of others, to make an uncommon impact in a common world. And at Concordia University, it's our mission to help you do that, to live uncommon. To learn more about Concordia, go to cuw.edu.